Hi, Father Kennedy here with a reflection on the gospel for the second Sunday of Lent. By now, you may be experiencing some resistance in your Lenten journey. You may feel like you're regretting some of the decisions that you made to give up the things that you did on Ash Wednesday. While the lack of these things may be causing you and I angst, making us feel out of sorts, crabby, not ourselves, these feelings, although not pleasant, are all part of the Holy Spirit creating a new heart within us. I believe the things that we gave up or the sacrifices we are making during this season to ensure that we are fully participating in Lent weren't all that important or necessary in our lives before last week. They just seem to be. The resistance we may be feeling may come from the fact that we are dealing with the spiritual conflicts we have had over the things in our life versus a more authentic way of being with ourselves, others, and God. <clears throat> things we cling to and desire are ways we protect ourselves from really facing how I believe myself to truly be. We are great at hiding what we truly feel about our interior disposition. If what we experience on the inside is not pleasant to us, we've determined it won't be pleasant to others. Hence, we box it up and neatly keep it contained in the depths of our being. When we face the facts of our lives, as we are called to during this season, there is going to be some unsettledness. <clears throat> we hear that we are to remember that we are dust, and to dust we shall return. Genesis three nineteen. This passage of scripture isn't referring to any kind of common dust found in the cor corners of the spaces we occupy. It is the remnant that once was fully alive, it deeply felt, was able to think thoughtfully. It had a name, a place, a being. Thus, the dust we eventually become is holy. The church during this season always asks us to ponder, to pray over, and to acknowledge this reality. This examination of our conscience is not something left only during the Lenten season. The Liturgy of the Hours prayed daily by religious communities and the church at large is inviting to do this before we go to bed each night as we pray the night prayer of the church. <clears throat> but this nightly prayer prayed is not just an exercise of understanding our sinfulness. It is a deliberate call to pray that we remember the good we have done and are on any particular day. It is so easy to focus on the things that we don't get right, but it is difficult for us to reflect on the ways in which we've helped, cared for, shown compassion to, forgiven others, thanked people, told people we love them just today. Unearthing these gestures of God's grace given to us in our own lives and naming them 
each day begins to soften our hearts towards ourselves and to understand that we are not steeped in sin. On the contrary, we are steeped in goodness. It calls us to a daily reminder of what we didn't get right in our life, in our relationship with others, and in doing God's will. Yet, spending some moments each day thinking upon these things helps us to make a daily assessment of our strength and, yes, our weakness. Admitting them as they have been lived each day helps us to create a perspective on what we, knew, what we need to do to continue to change tomorrow. Our gospel for the second Sunday of Lent is about Jesus taking Peter, James, and John up to a mountain, and he was transfigured before their eyes. Jesus, whose appearance was changed and transformed before the disciples' eyes, found that the disciples were so overwhelmed probably scared out of their wits, that all they could say was, is, Lord, it is good for us to be here. I wonder if that was said in the sense that the three disciples realized at that moment what Jesus told them when he said to them, repent and believe in the good news. We have heard these words on Ash Wednesday as well. The meaning of of this mantra for the season is to be changed by the humility we have when we ask for forgiveness. When it is received and acknowledged, it is then transformed. And that transformation helps us to change our lives. Understanding and appreciating how any change we make can only make us stronger and more clear about who we are to those in our midst and in the eyes of God. As we recollect this strength of purpose in our daily prayer, we realize how we have succeeded at fulfilling it throughout our day and or what we need to do to adjust our activities for tomorrow. Being aware of this as we are closing our eyes at the end of each day, hopefully the last words we hear ourselves pray to God is, Lord, it is good for us to be here. Here's a thought for the week. 40 days is a long time. Take Lent one day at a time. It is easy to give into discouragement And when we do that, we find ourselves getting lost along the way. Taking Lent in small pieces helps us not only to endure it, but to create an awareness in our smallness before God. It helps us to receive the work of the Holy Spirit as the Holy Spirit is doing in recreating our own hearts. Our resistance to renewing ourselves subsides, we keep on going, and we encourage others to do the same.